You know, I've been thinking about this Taylor Swift thing. It's like when uh, a celebrity comes into your, like, local restaurant, right? Like down in Bristol, Rhode Island, I've walked into a place called Jackie's Galaxy. Guess what there is hanging on the right-hand side there? A signed photo of Christian Fourier. What? Jackie's so, Galaxy? So what Sushi I'm, restaurant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is, is that uh, as Andy Hart joins us, is that kind of what the NFL is doing by putting Taylor Swift on for 45 seconds over various points of an AFC title game? Isn't it like a restaurateur being like, hey... Christian Fourier showed up. Let me get him to sign something and put it on the wall or whatever. Where do you land on all the Taylor Swift stuff, Andy Hart? Uh, I think it's so annoying in both directions. I really don't care about it. Like, <laughs> I find her- Hart would be the guy to go, I hate everybody on this. <laughs> well, I hate the people that are bitching that they show her too much. I hate the people that are wanting to see her so much. Like, I said this. I find her more likable. This has made me, because I am not a Taylor Swift fan. I think she's the most overrated artist, anything of our generation. I don't get it. But um, now, when I see her just acting like the rest of us, dropping F-bombs when she thinks her guy got tackled in the end zone for pass interference, or just hanging out with people chugging beers around her, she seems more relatable to me. I find her more attractive. She seems more like the every woman than I used to see. So I'm with you. I like it. I'm, I got to agree with you. When I, and... and and I'm with you on the first part, too. I'm just kind of like, I, I, I don't care either way. I don't care if people hate her. I don't care if people like her. I just, it's like, it's a topic for because it's her. And because CBS is forcing 44 seconds down our throat. Right. Oh, my God. 44 seconds. I waste more time than that playing words with friends oh or whatever the hell gosh. else every day. I mean. Is that still a thing? Yeah, I still do it. Is that because my... you have to write? No. What do you or mean? you I'm just bored work? on the can? Oh, it's usually either on the can or with a coffee. Two times. Or after the coffee on the can. Huh. Uh, hey. Or yes, it could start with the coffee and end on the can. That that's a fair that's point. That's usually what works for me. Um hey, so and with creatine, you gotta go to the bathroom a lot, right? I, you know, oh, listen, he, yeah. I, I, listen, you know I'm right. I keep sending him messages and, and, and information about creatine. <laughs> gotta go max out later. Yeah. Can somebody put the two and a halfs on? I am gonna I am gonna two video I'm gonna max out. Like the next time I try to bench, I'm gonna max Please. out. I'm gonna I'm gonna see and I'm gonna do the typical don't touch it, don't touch it, don't touch it. I got it, I got it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hart, this guy's walking around today yeah. like uh there's uh something stuck in an unfortunate part of yeah. his body. Yeah, it's like, wrong? Oh, uh, it's what? just listen. It's like it's You're back again. again. Oh, yeah. It's just the whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's a life thing now. But anyways, let me get to some football because but that's I'm gonna I, bench 350 pieces. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't have. I'm on creatine. <laughs> Why isn't it helping my back? <laughs> okay, yeah, I so, thought it was magical. Every text you send me has got like this magical research. When why's your back hurt? I hydroxy cutted my way to having abs, and now I'm going to have my 225 pound bench press. I don't know how do I always get teased for this. Because well, you're because a fifty-something taking creatine for no reason. Again, uh, there again. is more. Nobody. Uh, this isn't 1996. No you, one's trying to roid out with creatine. Yeah, but you just said. Well, and it's for did, other health benefits. Did Fourier not just say, "Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take my next uh, max bench for everybody." And it'll be funny you. because it's going to be low. No, I right. don't it's want be 130 you to, pounds. I don't want you to hurt yourself. And plus, <laughs> then Wiggy will be like, "Yeah, I can do more." And the next thing we know, we got the Ken Patera oh, bench press true. competition before the Royal Rumble in '88. 
Oh, man. Anyway, you were going to ask Hart oh, something. You it's got a funny. football question? No, no, I, I do and I don't. <laughs> you just say Hart just Belichick I, 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 there, I, I do and I don't. You a football question? Uh, hey, man, we're talking about Cincinnati today. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, yeah, what are we on to? Can we, uh, okay, let's be on to the special teams coach. <laughs> oh, I'd rather not. Oh, okay, so boy. don't know anything about this guy at all. His name is... Um, Jerry uh, Springer. Jerry, Jeremy Springer. And it's funny because a lot of I thought it was like, oh, Jerry Springer. No, it's Jeremy Springer. God rest. No relation. By the way. Uh, yeah, one of the greatest, uh, you know. Uh, TV shows ever. In the history of TV. Okay. Um, somebody was throwing out some stats of this guy from his time with the Rams. Not good. Mm, and it no. wasn't good. Right? No. And he wasn't the main guy, right? He was the assistant special teams coach. Mm-hmm. So explain that part to me. So I think the... Um, the Sean McVay uh, allure has gone awry, if I can use allure and awry in the same sentence. I mean, I get the whole thing. Okay, he's an offensive genius. He pumps out offensive play calls, that whole thing. Why do I need Sean McVay's coordinator? And I think the the fossil guy was there for one point, right? He assisted him, and he's got a great reputation. I just I understand people wanting, as people like to say, like the tight pants, young-looking McVay <laughs> wannabes. Um, for offense, but the capris, for wearing the capris. The guy looks like that on special yeah. teams. I don't really care. What my, I actually don't want that in my special teams coordinator. I'd be more of a, a Christian Fourier creatine taking meathead on special teams. I think that's. I know we've tried to to. Is it dumb up the game? I don't know. Make it seem like it's more cerebral now, but I still think special teams on some level is that old organized chaos. I don't need a pretty boy special teams coordinator who has a bad trek record, even though I'm not big on the freaking DVOA stats in general, never mind in the kicking game. I think uh, that's a little uh, analytically far afield. Um, but we can say one thing. They needed a change on special teams, right? We can agree with that. The special teams have been pretty putrid the last few years. Joe Judge, Cam Accord, whoever else was doing it, they've been bad. So... I'll take the change and maybe the change. Maybe he's like a middle reliever. You know how in baseball sometimes you look at middle relievers, you're like, that guy's ERA was five and a half. He stinks. And then all of a sudden he brings him to a new place, and for a year he has an ERA in like the threes, and then somebody overpays him. Maybe this is the special teams coordinator version of that. Numbers weren't that good, but a change will do him good and you'll be better. I don't know. Well, let's hope so. No, I'm with you. We're we're talking ourselves into a lot of this stuff, Hart, quite honestly. Uh, And same for offensive coordinator. Like, it just, you know what it feels Who's like? Who's that going to be? Who, no, do, do, well, well, honestly, who? Hart, I, I, good, good, you know what it feels like, though? It's like we're on the roller coaster. Wee! We got some McVeigh guys. Wee! Let's ride the roller coaster. Yeah, but we don't really. I mean, I'm all in on Nick Cayley. I've been all in on Nick Cayley for two freaking years. I think you, you porked the pooch and this whole thing. Butterfly effect, if you had hired Nick Cayley two years ago, I don't know. Maybe Mac doesn't stink, and maybe Bill Belichick's still the head coach. I, I mean, that's a dramatic uh, amount to put on Nick Cayley's plate, having never called plays in the NFL. And I also think it's a little um, maybe disingenuous to call him a McVay guy. Just you know, he goes there for a year and coaches tight ends under McVay, and suddenly he's a McVay guy. Is like, is that how quickly it happens by osmosis? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he got hell. Like, they polished him up. It's like a rock. He just polished shit. him up again. He wasn't what? finished. You know, it's like McVay is like the finishing school that you go to, right? You're yes. all, you have all these rough edges. Ah, you know, it sent him to a boarding school, just a finishing school to kind of, you know, polish him up and make him more presentable. For one right? year? 
Can you take Gresh, send him to a boarding school for one year? Would he be presentable? Because I think he'd still be Gresh. I would agree. <laughs> right? You shave his totally beard? Agree. You shave his beard? No. No, you no. don't shave it all the way. You trim it. That's what yeah. the McVeigh. You got to have a little stubble. That's the McVeigh. Oh, that's like, right. You know, Darken up your eyebrows something. a little bit. Plunk you know, you oh, yeah. Tight yeah. pants. Oh, oh yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You got to see the outline of that thing in your pants. Otherwise, it isn't good enough. My God. <laughs> <laughs> what so, thing is that, Chris? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 thing. I wonder if the Patriots will play with next year. The How's old that? Garrett Blunt. Maybe I mean, like seriously. But uh, Hart, uh, we also played something earlier from Gerard Mayo in a conversation with Phil Perry about offensive coordinator, and it was, well, you know, good question. Mentioned collaborative, and then he highlighted the connections of the ownership in terms of finding an OC. And people are saying no to this job. So can ownership not sell their product? Or is there a bigger flaw in this whole search to begin with? Well, I think there's some questions here. First of all, there's been reports slash analysis that this isn't a good job, and I don't really understand that. Um, I understand you don't have Tom Brady. You're not inheriting like a star quarterback. You're not just going to write out the gates, call plays, and it's easy, and wow, we'll score a million points and be in the AFC title game. But... I think an argument can be made rather than going to Shane Waldron, my guy from Tufts, goes to the Bears. And if they stick with Justin Fields, now I don't know if they're going to, but I'm just saying theoretically, if they stuck with Fields, is that a spot I want to be in where I'm trying to fix a guy who's three years in and it's sort of a career crossroads for him, which could also be a career crossroads for me? Or do I want to go to a place where they have the third pick in the draft, the head coach is on the record of late saying, well, we, we're going to go get a quarterback, we're going to go get a tackle, and we're going to go get a wide receiver. We're going to invest heavily there. We're going to burn some cash. Like, all of that opportunity, it's like, I mean, I guess it would sort of be like a pyramid scheme or one of those marketing schemes. Like, you're getting in on the ground level, and if it blows up, you're going to make a boatload of money. There's Am an I? opportunity to get rich here, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I would look at this job is if you have confidence and – you sort of buy into the idea they're going to go get a quarterback, they're going to go get a receiver, we're going to figure things out on the fly here, we're youthful, we're collaborative, all these, you know, I guess venture capital startup kind of words. The way you get rich is to get in on the ground floor of a startup, correct? And I know, understand that, you know, ten, 9 out of 10 startups probably never make it anywhere. But you should have confidence that you're going to be on the one startup that I'm going to help these guys get the right quarterback, the right tackle, the right wide receiver. We're going to pair it all together. And in three years, I'm going to be a head coach because we nailed the hell out of this thing. Mm -hmm. Did I sell it? No, I'm selling a lot today. No, it is. It is. It does feel like you're right because it feels like, hey, let's get all these bright minds together. Let's all uh, young guys who are willing to spend a little extra time in the office. You know, think tank. Yeah, yeah. Honest to God, like almost like a like a home renovation show. I don't know. It just seems they're taking a like a long-term approach to this because the the whole startups take a while, right? Yeah. It just doesn't happen. And then you probably have a lot of guys that say, you know what? I need to feed my family. <sighs> I need to leave because this looks like it's not going to work. And I'm going to note, if I notice it early enough, I'm going to get the hell out of there. Can Mayo not be selling it well? Or are people being like, Gerard, you're a great guy, but this just doesn't work for me. And there's Or is he being too picky? I, I mean, I think there's also... Because um, I don't believe it's been reported necessarily 
who the job was or wasn't offered to, or if it's been offered to anybody. Like, did Shane Waldron pick the Bears over the Patriots, or did he just interview with the Patriots? I thought I read then, something about Zach Robinson turned it down. Okay, you know? so there but that was one's that. understandable. And the like, Houston dudes, the 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 guy, like especially that quarterback coach from Houston, he was a guy very much on the rise, or is and, on the rise. And he, but he might not be ready. Like, I think there's just a lot of. Um, youthful opportunity here in both directions and smart decisions. I mean, Ben Johnson was the hottest thing going, right? Ben Johnson was going to get, um, whatever, $15 million a year. And he said, nah, I'm just going to stay here and keep doing my job. I don't think I'm ready. Um, so I think there's a lot of factors at play here. The lack of offensive structure, the lack of talent, um, the uncertainty of it in both directions. Does Gerard want the guy? Does the guy want to work for Gerard? Does the guy want to take, is he ready? Because you are you are kind of pulling from a young pool. It, this isn't a pool of guys that are like, huh, this might be my last interview as offensive coordinator. This might be my last shot. No. Each and every one of these guys is going to be getting offensive coordinator interviews for the next decade, two decades in the NFL, if they want to, in all likelihood. So, so I'm going to interrupt myself here real quick. Mm. Christian yes, had sir. the tweet of the week. Ooh. When Whoa. He, no, I, I honestly believe this. I don't know if you guys have addressed this on the show or not. But when you challenge the idea like Patriots need a modern offense, yeah, and you're like, what's that mean? Mm-hmm. And people kind of came back at you, and then it kind of went down the road it should have. People just throw these terms around like, yeah, they need a modern o- Well, what's a modern offense? Because everybody told me uh, Shanahan runs like zone blocking, and we're going to do this like Shanahan and spacing. And then when I see him scoring... I'm watching the game and they're running like old school power. gap principles they're to running power the damn run, right? The right. Power. So what is modern offense? If 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 Shanahan runs it, is it deemed modern, even if it isn't? Like like that's my point. And I think it's become too cliche and too simple to just say Patriots need to modernize their offense. You know what I think the Patriots need to do? Find themselves a Christian McCaffrey, find themselves a Debo Samuel, find themselves a George Kittle, and I think the this offense, yeah. old or not, will score more points and be more popular. You know what all modern offenses have in common, Andy? Talent. Talent. 100%. It's so talent. I was telling Andy. No, they only was, have yeah. wide receivers. I was, I was telling Gresh oh, You the and other your day. wide receiver issues. I know. He loves, the, he loves <laughs> that. He loves well, that line. that's what everybody goes to. Hey, wide receivers. No, I don't care who it is. Miami's you know, I saw somebody post. Go, go get Saquon Barkley. I think he's a great player. I think he'll make any team he joins better, whether it be a modern offense or a dated offense. Because why? Because he's big. He's powerful. He can run. He can catch. He can make plays. He can make yards after catch like I, that's what i would like more than anything else just bring me some athletes the and modern not the fake ass athletes the, not the not the mike gasicki athletes not the juju smith schuster athletes. those are fake ass no athletes. it's like uh, the, I want he, real athletes. those are the i hope this guy works out athlete i right, hope no, no. this guy fills this gap athlete i hope he hits every benchmark i expect him to under the best case scenario right. portfolio portfolio that we put together nope I want the real athlete, the real athlete where the guy that would step on any team on any field and make that. I might be making an argument for Marvin Harrison Jr. I don't know, because that would be, in my opinion, a real-ass athlete. I I, Look, Foria and I were talking about it yesterday, Hart. That that kid walks on the field, and he's ready to go right away day one, it feels like. Any field, too. I like that idea. He doesn't come to New England to fill a void. That guy could walk on any field in America, whether it's a college or whether it's a pro team, and immediately the coach is like, hey, we got one. Well, let's fill out the rest of the offense. Agreed. Like, how are we going to? So, 
maybe I am making an argument for Marvin Harrison, even though I'm very much against it and I want a quarterback. Well, I mean, well, it feels like Gerard Mayo. He has no idea what they're doing on offense. They don't have an offensive coordinator, but they already know they're taking a quarterback, so that's already been decided, apparently. Well, they However, need a quarterback, and that is the best path to success in the National Football League. Well, they could just go buy one in free agency, and then again, if you can't recruit an offensive coordinator, would you be able to sell a mid-level or a decent veteran to, you know, come here and uh, and be the guy for a bit? I like the twitch right now. I'm kind of like the angel on your shoulder. Oh, no, Coop is definitely moving See? some things Now I'm the voice Twitch. of reason oh. over your right shoulder. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, I don't know about that now. Let's he not found crazy, a new button to press. But but hey, is, Coop's put, uh, pressing Coop's, all the buttons and pulling all the Coop levers is, in there. Uh, oh, hey, yeah, now, Coop, right. fade him in. Fade him Fade him in so he takes over the one shot. What are you now? Yeah. What, what, what do you want I'm to directed. produce this okay, thing? Stop. Yeah, right. Stop. Here we go. Now pull Ready it to take two. There it is. There it is. Now Christian's the voice of reason over my show. Or uh, no, Christian would be like that little voice telling you to do bad things. Oh, of course, but Take I'm willing creatine. to go. Oh, Take yes. creatine. They'll never test you. Drink you'll, more. <laughs> you'll never. You'll, they're never going to test you. Hard alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> don't we have to get? Uh, uh, don't we have to get Sean McVay to admit he took creatine for the sales to really go through? I mean, oh uh, yeah, that would people work people than who people who walk his dog get interviews. So you know what the they hell? do. Oh, I mean, I'm sure he's got a dog walker. I'm, I'm sure McVay's dog walker will get an interview for some kind of role somewhere in the NFL, won't they? The shines of the Probably. world. His you get know. back coach. Does he oh. still have that guy? Oh, oh yeah. He, no, he does. Hard. That guy? That, it's a guy who's like tugging on that rope yeah. on him. Yeah. I always thought that, that was rope. the that dumbest. Was <laughs> he's like pulling him like a kid in, a, uh, in an airport. I always thought that was the dumbest job in sports because you have these head coaches that are telling players, I need you to do exactly what I tell you to do. I need you to be responsible and mature, <laughs> professional. I need a person to make sure I don't walk on the field. Like, I think get back coach is so contrary to everything coaches tell players to I do. Know, you take I do, care of yourself. I do get it because it's a little white area right there that the that you're not supposed to be in, and the refs run down the line. Now, I can yeah. easily see like coaches so like, getting all excited. And then, and then when they bump into the ref, I know you say don't, but they can't help it. And I almost feel like some of them just do it on purpose. Like, oh yeah, it's like one hundred percent. Did you, you did you seen, do you remember cool. seeing real quickly? This is gonna go. I'm gonna go way back on this one. I don't oh. even know if you were paying attention. And Gresh, you too. Do you remember what uh, Charlie Weiss's get back coach looked like after he got ran over and blew his knee out when he was the head coach at Notre Dame? I do not. I don't. Oh, he was just, it was a strength coach. Was it like it that? It was oh, the it, biggest <laughs> dude I think I had ever seen. Is that D-line sh- coach in Seattle yeah. or wherever? He yeah, was just Seattle jacked. Horse. And his role was technically just to like, one, get him out of the way, but more importantly, get in the way. Shield right? him. So he was supposed to not, <laughs> you couldn't push Charlie because he would break, right? So you had to literally get in the way. Now, don't, don't throw me out of the way. You get in the way. Your shield, a human shield. Yeah, that's uh, really what it is. Sidebar. Charlie on his rascal on the <laughs> sideline there, you know, moving beep, around. Beep, beep, beep. Uh, Andy Hart is with us each and every Wednesday. Next Wednesday, we will likely talk about the Super Bowl, Ooh. unless there are uh, more assistant to the assistant of the traveling secretary hires in New England. So. Hart- do you expect we will be talking about the new Patriots offensive coordinator by next Wednesday? Will we have one? Yes or no? Uh, yes. Yeah, because they we're, we're at default stage right now. Yeah, don't you have to? I mean, the Shrine Bowl is playing tomorrow night. The Senior Bowl is this weekend. At some point, don't you need to put together a staff and put together a game plan and put together targets on offense for your scouts to actually go out and get? It would help. Yeah. It would help. Robin what are we Glazer, I'm sure Robin Glazer's working on it right now for oh, everybody. Oh, Uh Hard thank you, we'll buddy. Go in there. No. Okay, bye. 
right, see you later. <laughs> there goes our guy, uh, Andy Hart. You can read him at weei.com.